I'm Michelle, and I'm the tour guide. And I'm Jake. I carry the bags. And this is Retired Toddlers Podcast. It's kind of raining outside. Really raining, but it's kind of nice because we actually get a chill day where we don't have to feel like we need to do something. And it's very rejuvenating for Mama. I will say, being on the go so much so far, we've not had a lot of chill days. No. We had planned on it originally. Remember, we were going to spend like eight weeks in New Zealand. Well, originally, we were going to spend like four months in Hawaii. And then we decided, no, we'll keep traveling. And then we'll do eight weeks in New Zealand. And then we cut that back to try to fit a lot in. And it evolved into pretty, I'd say jam-packed, but it hasn't really felt that jam-packed. It's just a lot of a lot of going and not so much downtime. Yeah, it's felt like a pretty good balance. Yeah. But you're right. Initially, we were just going to stay in one place for like four months. What happened? <laughs> we wanted to see the world. Yeah. So what type of place do we stay in in Tainu? A cottage. I mean, basically a fancy word for a house. And it was an Airbnb rental. Um, and it was great. It was really big. It was kind of a lot bigger than I anticipated. It was three full bedrooms, but that one bedroom had a bedroom off of it. And so we ended up all sleeping in that one room because the kids we could close the kids into that separate room off of it. You know, it made me think someday when we settle down. When, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really nice to have a master bedroom with a separate room off of it. I thought it was pretty cozy for have the kids in there. It was, it was actually really, really nice. And I just kind of like to have the kids close when we're traveling. It just makes me feel better. But I also like our space. So that was kind of the perfect balance. So the house the house was nice. It was like very retro kind of throwback 60s style or something. You know, I think you got it wrong. You're calling it a cottage. It was definitely a chalet. <laughs> right? It was a mountain chalet. That's actually what it was called. Remember when we were, we were trying to tell the Real Journeys place where to pick us up? And you're like, they're going to pick us up at the mountain chalet. And I was like, Michelle, I have no idea what the mountain chalet is. Where is that? And they were like, oh, the mountain chalet, Jane's place? Yeah, we got it. <laughs> So apparently everybody knows each other in that town also. So, But anyway, that was a great spot. And we could walk down to the lake there, which was super scenic and nice. And the town and like all the little shops and stuff, which we didn't really spend too much time doing because Tayanu has just so many outdoor activities and things to do all the time that you don't really have much downtime. So what would you say your hive for the trip would be? My high for the trip was the glowworm caves when we were in the cave. So you go into the cave. There's all there's this crazy, crazy, massive waterfall in there pounding down through the caves. And then you go and and so you really can't hear each other talk. But all I could keep hearing is Jagger being like, whoa, whoa, because I was holding Jagger and you were holding Henley. And then we get on a boat, like a 10 passenger boat or something um, and a small little it's like a rowboat. And we go into deeper into the cave where it's really dark and super quiet. And it was, I don't know if I loved it because it was peaceful. (laughs) Nobody was talking (laughs) or um, it was just like Jagger and Henley were just like looking up and Jagger kept like grabbing onto me and looking all around and being like, whoa, whoa. He's a man of few words at one year old. But the fact that he, as my little adventurous boy was quiet and in awe and we're all together. Um, I just, that was really a big high for me. Yeah. It's one of those things where I almost 
don't want to tell people about it. I want to just say, just go do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't describe it. And then you don't have, you can't use cameras in there, which is actually a, a blessing. Although it would be cool to kind of show what it's like, but I don't even know how you, you'd have to really be able to photograph it well, but it was kind of nice that you could just like be in that yeah, moment. Definitely. And the amazing part about that, the glowworm caves to me was that we did it in like three hours or something. When you leave right down from Tianu, you take a, a little ferry boat, takes you over to a landing. You walk up to the mouth of the cave. It's kind of just, just off of the water, just up from the water. And then you just start hiking into this awesome dark cave. Yeah. I mean, it was less than that. I think we the boat left at like 10 and we got back at like noon, noon 30. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's really doable for anybody. I mean, it is a little scary with the kids, I would say. Like, you want to hold on tight. And I think um, you had to duck pretty low when you got into the caves. So you need to have some ability. And I and I would, I say it's pretty doable for everybody. And I'm telling you all these things that could go wrong. But like, and then the ramps are a little scary at times. Yeah. Do you want to just take back or just Maybe. redact everything you said? <laughs> no, there are definitely a lot of stairs inside the cave. And yeah, like I was holding Henley and had to duck down with her. I mean, it's kind of like we were doing the backwards limbo to get through the cave. Yeah, no, that's exactly. Um, just for that first duck, yeah. maybe first two ducks or something. But then it was open and, and fine. By, um, yeah, so maybe not f- incredibly physically challenging, but definitely you need some flexibility to get through there. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, so that was my high. What was your high? Mine was actually Milford Sound. You know, Michelle actually planned this whole part of the trip through New Zealand. So I had zero information about what was going to happen. I hadn't really pressed her for a lot of the details. So we took a bus from Tianu to Milford Sound, and I didn't really know what to expect. She had just said, you know, this is one place. The last time I was in New Zealand, I hadn't gotten a chance to get to, and I really want to do it this time. So we got there, and it was just, I mean, I kept thinking the word I was using was majestic. Everything was so immense and majestic there. Yeah. I mean, the, the mountains all around you, you're surrounded by mountains that are as high up as you can see. And thankfully I'd say it was a rainy day there, which it usually is, but it was just a amazing natural spectacle of these waterfalls, just thousands of waterfalls. Literally, literally thousands. Oh yeah. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, in every direction you look, there were just waterfalls. I mean, it was really awe-inspiring and breathtaking, the whole the whole journey. Well, one of the things, too, is that it was pouring down rain. Like, we had this beautiful day on the boat ride out to the Glowworm Caves, and that whole day was just, like, sunny, perfect, beautiful. And then it was pouring, pouring down rain um, and Milford Sound. And so they said, you know, one of the benefits of when it's pouring down rain, which it does rain there a lot, um, is that you get these, the waterfalls just are crazy because, you know, they dry up if there's no rain. So you don't get to see that majestic thousand waterfalls coming off these mountains. So we were lucky in that sense, although it was wet. Yeah. Really I wet. can't imagine. Do you really think that it's dry and there are no waterfalls when it's not raining? No, not no waterfalls. I just think that there's a lot less. Yeah. I imagine so. I mean, there are thousands and thousands just pouring off. Yeah. It was really, really cool. And on that trip, so we got to the landing, the harbor at Milford Sound, and we got on a little uh, clipper there, a little... A boat, a clipper boat. Yeah. And went out into the water, into the sound there, and it was 
So my high, my specific very moment when I was at the peak for this trip was we approached a waterfall and the captain pushed us right up underneath a pretty big waterfall. And I decided to uh, go out onto the deck. Well, he kind of gave very little warning. We were like approaching it and then we saw the boat ahead of us do it. I was like, oh, that looks like fun. But their boat wasn't like, our boat had a whole deck uncovered and their boat didn't. And so everybody's out on that uncovered deck. It's already pretty wet because it's raining. And then he's like, yeah, okay. If I just would like to say that if you don't want to get more wet, you might want to move back. Yeah, he was like, if you have expensive camera equipment yes. that shouldn't get wet, you might want to bring it inside. Yeah, and that was like two minute, one minute before. I mean, it's pretty much like uh, if you've been to Niagara Falls, kind of a made of the mist type experience where they bring you right underneath the waterfall. And except, it's been a long time since I've been to Niagara Falls, but when we got close to the waterfall... I was outside filming with, I got a little waterproof camera and the force of the water was literally like being hit by a fire hose. I went from 95% dry to 110% wet in three seconds. Yeah, that was, I I couldn't believe you were up there. I wasn't really sure where you were. I had taken Jake when he said that I'd walked up on the boat and I saw him and I said, can I make it around the back a little bit? Because I wasn't really sure where else to go. And I did, luckily. I wanted to I wanted to be in it, but like I know I had Jagger, and so I didn't really want to be in it. So I stepped out, and as we approached, it was just like, it was a crazy force. It was like a huge fire hose. Yeah. And luckily, Jagger and I were able to duck behind something and kind of duck in and out of the way. Jagger did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a deluge. It was absolutely like getting hit in the face with a fire hose. And I, I recorded some video of it, which doesn't quite do it justice. It gives you a taste of it. It's a pretty good video though. And I was so soaked the rest of the day, but I'm so glad I did it. It was one of those things. In the moment, it just felt so much like I was in the middle of this waterfall. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I was, I was happy to hear that you had stepped up and done that because where was Henley at the time? Henley she was, was by herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting fail. Oh, that's yeah, not, seriously. Let's not mention that. She was drawing she was inside. Drawing, yeah, inside. She was safe. Okay. So, yeah. Those were, there were some good highs from that. We were only there a couple of days. There were some really good highs in that trip. Yeah. Then on the other end of the spectrum, I would say my low for the trip was definitely being wet from getting fire hosed under that waterfall. <laughs> yeah. You are and I'm not just being funny. This is like my ultimate high to my ultimate low. Yeah, you were pretty like miserable. <laughs> you were like miserable, not really. I mean, you were like miserable, but it was just like so awesome around us that you couldn't be that miserable. And we kept getting back off of the, on the way home, then the bus makes all these stops that you can get off and go see things. Like you take like a 15 minute hike to see this crazy yeah, chasm. Yeah. yeah. We had already gotten off once to walk across this bridge and pouring down rain. Not like a sprinkle, not like, oh, it's raining. Like pouring down rain like you stand next to the window and you're soaking wet yeah hard heavy hard heavy rain but we were just like well we're wet anyway so we kept doing it and doing it and then you were just soaking wet i will say i wasn't going to go i wasn't going to get off the bus because i had just put on a dry sweatshirt and like taken off all my undershirt and everything got dry and the bus stopped and they're like oh who wants to go on a walk through the woods in the rain and i'm glad you encouraged me to do that because yeah. it was there were some cool sights that we saw on the way home too. I'm glad too. I, I battle with that a little bit. Like I always love to do, I always love to experience things, you know? So like if there's an opportunity, I want to take advantage of it. And we were there, we were already wet. We had but paid for it. We had paid for it. <laughs> yeah. 
So that was cool. And, was and they did have some nice big umbrellas. So yeah, but it was just, there's nothing that could keep water off you in that rain. Yeah. What about you? What was your love for this part of the trip? Um, I mean, there weren't really many lows, honestly, in any parts of these trips. I would say not having a dishwasher. I just do not like washing dishes. <laughs> I actually don't mind it so much. I find it a little bit, I guess it, I get it from my mom. She always says that it's therapeutic. And it's like, it is. Yeah. It can be. You know, I think maybe that place, because you know, in, in other places that we've had that, we've had to wash the dishes, I kind of take that as my, my break. I'm like, yeah, you can wash the kids. I'll wash the dishes. That's fine with me. I could use a little break. So I see where your mom's coming from. But then that place, I was just so exhausted from like going, going, going yeah. that I just like the last thing I wanted to do is wash the dishes. So I'd say no dishwasher, but that was, that's a pretty minimal thing. I was kind of pushing to figure out a low. Yeah. It's like a first world problem. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I mean, pretty soon that they may not have dishwashers places we're going at all. Oh no, they're not going to for sure. Yeah. yeah no. Um, yeah. Or electricity. Yeah. Or electricity or water, running water. All right. So anyway, yeah, I mean that you know, that's something with the variety of places we stay in. There are good things about each place. There are bad things about each place. And one thing it does is make you appreciate certain parts of these rental houses we stay in. And it gives you ideas for things you might like to have in your own home someday. Yeah. It, and on top of that, it's just as, or maybe a little bit different, is that I love staying in these rental places because it gives us experiences of different types of homes like farm or cottage or mountain chalet um, yeah. or just different types of homes that we'll probably never live in, like a 55-acre farm Yeah, in Rotorua. But I think it's just fun to do if you have the opportunity to do an Airbnb or, or some type of rental house. So Yeah, definitely. So what things would you like to do if we come back here? If we come back, you know, I didn't do a lot of research, but if we come back to Tianu again... I would like to do the other big excursion here, which is Doubtful Sound, just to see what that has to offer. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd really like to do Doubtful Sound. And I'd even like to do Milford Sound again in the sun. I mean, it's very cool in the rain. I think they're probably two really different experiences. It's very mystical in the rain. And I bet it's just a kind of different beauty in the sun. Did you hear what Doubtful Sound's main attraction is? I don't know anything about it. No, I would assume it's a, a bit like Milford Sound, but th- that's just me assuming. But what I b- did want to ask you is, is it Teanu? Teanu? I heard it pronounced T. T-E. Teanu. Yeah. Teanu. All right, there we go. And I think T-E just means the. Teanu. In okay. Kiwi. And when I say Kiwi, I really mean Maori. Yeah, got it. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's much more to explore down in the fjordlands. Yeah, and that was another unexpected thing just about the this part of New Zealand in general is that, I mean, the, the only other fjords that I am planning to hit around our world trip are the ones in Norway, and I just didn't know that it was such an extensive network of fjords in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, it is really pretty cool. So what would you like the kids to remember most about Tainu? The silence in the darkness of the glowworm caves. And there was such tranquility and there was such togetherness with us all huddled up against each other when we were riding around in that little pull boat. And it was just so serene and magical. Yeah. Maybe we could practice that silence and tranquility. Can we try that? (laughs) 
make the room really dark and everybody has to be quiet. We probably should have practiced that ahead of time. <laughs> no, I you know, I came like we came all prepared because the glowworm caves were like, you know, you, if you bring kids at your own risk, they have to be quiet if you want to see the glowworms. And I know Henley is really well behaved, so it's, it's not a, usually a problem with her. I mean, she has her moments. She's three. But Jagger's a little bit more unpredictable. So I actually brought suckers, which if you know me, we can have a whole podcast on what I think about food and ingredients. Yeah, and if you're not from the Midwest, a sucker is a lollipop. <laughs> and I brought one. I mean, granted, they were my kind of lollipops. But nonetheless, I usually don't get my kids that. And I brought. The, I was going to pull up any stop I had to to see these glow worms. So. I had them ready to go. <laughs> and they were so silent. They were so good. You know, we didn't actually break those out. I, we saved them for another who knows what I've, future experience. I've been saving. I, first of all, I had them for the 14-hour flight from Canada to New Zealand. We didn't have to use them. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should have on Jagger for Those things there. are going to expire. I know. <laughs> what would you like I think the kids just to remember? The overall just beauty of nature and how cool it can be. It, it's just so unique, and I'm just so in awe at some of these sites that we've been going to. I mean, the glowworms had me completely in awe. Um, Milford Sound, the waterfalls cascading down the sides. And I think sometimes we appreciate it so much and we're in awe and sometimes the kids are not. They're kind of just doing their own thing. Yeah. And it gets frustrating a little bit. I mean, they're kids, so it's not that frustrating, but still you want them to be, you want to be like, don't you understand how amazing this is? But something about the glow worms and a lot of the places that we visited in New Zealand so far have just been they've been pretty breathtaking and so I hope they remember some of those moments certainly they're not going to remember everything but I I think they'll remember the glowworms yeah I mean they're not going to absorb or appreciate or understand the you know the brevity of the the places we're in the the situations the scenarios we're in but more than anything, I just want them to remember us being together as a family. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I mean, they, they'll appreciate it to their extent, their degree. So, What cool foods do you think we've tried here? We really haven't been into eating out very much. With all these nice rental houses we've been in, we really wanted to cook in our own kitchen while we have the chance to. And with all of the tourist places around... It just didn't really seem that appealing to me to eat at in any restaurants. So, one thing we did have though, we made those pizzas with uh, broccoli, and we had I had bought this olive oil that was garlic infused. Remember that? So yeah, I really like those. Those were good. Yeah, pizzas. I mean, but I mean, the food here in New Zealand is just—it's kind of just like what we can get in the U.S. So it's nothing special. So eating yeah. out, I mean, we love to eat out and try new foods when we're traveling places when they're unique to that culture. And I don't think that we find that a lot here just simply because... The grocery stores are pretty much most of the things you'd see in an American grocery store. Yeah. So for me, I've actually found the food a bit challenging. I don't know if they have to list the preservatives more or if they have to list ingredients more or something, but I like to buy foods without too many preservatives and other unnecessary ingredients 
and I haven't been able to find that much here. It's been a little bit frustrating for me. Yeah. But then you have your, you have a lot of your, you know, you, we still can buy a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables and stuff. So, yeah. so yeah, nothing that special though. I don't know if I need to spend that much time on here. We did have the apricots have seemed to be in season because we've been able to get those pretty cheap and Henley's been loving eating those up. Yep. Remember when I found that can of lentils I was so excited about? And I was so disappointed in. Yeah. I, I didn't, it didn't matter. I needed like some good lentils in my life. So that was exciting for me. I'd like to say the opposite. I don't need any lentils in my life. <laughs> Did we make it to any cool parks and playgrounds? You know, actually, we didn't go to any parks and playgrounds. Yeah, it was like pretty pretty quick kids. in and out. Like yeah. We had a, a packed itinerary. We did. And we had a nice yard, though. So the kids got to run oh, yeah, around the yard a yard. Oh, yeah, there's a huge yard. Well, Henley and I went on a walk down by the lake, and there were some cool playgrounds that we passed, some really nice ones. We just didn't stop off. So there's definitely some kids' playgrounds around there, right on the lake front area, but we didn't stop there. So, Yeah, and I would say they do have a lot of green space, especially by the lakefront, and the walkways down there were really nice. I don't, I don't even know if we pushed the stroller around there. Oh, you did. Oh, I did, yeah. yeah. And Henley and I took a walk. Yeah, the walkways were really nice. Though. Yeah, and really they had nice like a little beach riding. toward the end where they had like a marina, and Henley and I were able to put our feet in. There was like one nice day, and all the locals, I think, came out to try to make it a beach day. I don't mm-hmm. think they've had a great summer there. What was the best quality time that you think we spent together as a family here? Again, going back to the glowworm caves, just being together in that moment where we were all kind of interconnected on that little boat floating around and just looking up at all the glowworms. That was the high for my quality time that we spent together. And then in addition to that, kind of random, but we we're on that bus ride. And usually when we're traveling, we're all in the car and I'm driving. Michelle's trying to... to Keep the kids crank my neck back (laughs) 5,000 times. I don't envy that seat in our (laughs) car. But on the bus ride, it was really nice. We were all, you know, I was sitting with Henley, and then Jaggy fell asleep on you on the way home, and that was really nice kind of family time. I mean, that boy, he plays hard, and he doesn't usually fall asleep like on the go. He's not one of those kids that, I mean, he sleeps really well, so there's no problem. But typically, we get home for a nap, even if it's a late nap. Um, That day, we knew we won it, and it was just a t- it was a long day, and he just he was so excited about being on that bus, having his own seat. I mean, yeah, he did not complain the entire time. He was just like keeping himself so entertained, just in that bus seat for those couple hours. And on the way home, he just kind of was playing with something. And all of a sudden, I looked over, and he just had fallen asleep on my leg, and it was just so sweet. Yeah, I love that. Um, and just yeah, all being together, so that was really fun. So pretty much the same for you. Yep. What would you like Henley to talk about in her next Henley talk? Glowworms. That would be a good one. I bet she could describe some good glowworm action. For all those listening that have no idea what a glowworm is, thinks it's some like 1980s toy. That's pretty much what <laughs> I thought it was when I heard Michelle say we should go see the glowworms. There's one thing in particular I know she just keeps talking about that I feel like her glowworm talk would be good about. How that one worm eat the other. Oh, yeah. But it didn't actually happen in the cave. It was afterward. We went into an educational area. And they gave like a, what, five minute talk. And this is where like, you don't think kids are listening or paying attention. Our two kids are just busy starting to eat their lunch or something or snack, not paying any attention. And then Henley has not stopped talking about all the information she got from that five minute talk. They had talked about how one glowworm ate the other glowworm because they spin their webs from the ceilings, which traps all their food. They're a little bit territorial about their space. And usually they don't go into each other's space, but one glowworm 
kind of ventured into the other glowworm space. That glowworm knocked him out, and then he ventured back in again, and then that glowworm ate it. And so Henley keeps talking about how one glowworm eated the other glowworm. <laughs> and she just keeps talking about and explaining how he went into the other's home and got eaten, and he's not coming back, meaning he's like not coming back from the dead. <laughs> anyway, we'll have to have her do a Henley talk on it because I'm sure she'll be funny about that. What about you? What do you think Henley's next Henley talk should be? I was going to say bugs. Just bugs in general. Yeah, she just always has a story about bugs. Yeah. This bug came from this thing, and she has a whole background about it that probably is not true at all, but it's usually pretty entertaining. I, I forgot the other thing from the Glowworm Cave is that I have an indiglo light on my watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's a very similar color to the Glowworms. And so when we were leaving the caves, I said, Oh, look, Henley, some of the Glowworms got into my watch. And I lit it up, and she's, Oh, Oh man, we need to we need to break your watch open and let the glowworms out. <laughs> oh, she would. She has like such a sweet empathy type of personality. Yeah, the glowworms they're like larvae and they let off this bioluminescence, like a blue green light. They do that to attract their oh their prey. That's right. Yeah, their prey. They so draw them in. Yeah, yeah. right. Because they it looks like the stars. Right, yeah. and so yeah, it looks like a light that bugs would fly to basically. But then when they're flying toward the light, they had uh, they had dropped these uh, strings with their saliva. They dropped like these strings down from the ceiling, spider web strings, yeah, yeah. all around them from the ceiling. So then the bug gets caught up in that before it reaches the light, and there's their food. So okay, anyway, that's right, enough yeah, about can, Cancel that Henley talk. We don't need it anymore. <laughs> All right. Any last thoughts to wrap this up? I would say that this, I mean, this whole region, as you said, was on my bucket list. Like I hadn't made there last time I was in New Zealand. So I was pretty excited to go. Um, I think next time I'd want to check out like Nelson, that air, that top area of the South Island, which I haven't explored yet either. I just think the South Island in general, every time you turn, it's just so gorgeous. Yeah, There's I so mean, much more to explore. It's one of those things like how much time should you spend in a place you'll never get to see every corner of it so you do have to kind of put a time box on it but i feel like we got to see some really big highlights but we still left a lot of room for things to come back and see yeah and i think that's i mean we've talked about this over and over how we're not going to try to see everything we know we're not going to so we're not going to run ourselves crazy trying to see everything right um we'll just cover what we think are highlights which might not be like the top tourist spots Sometimes but they are. Sometimes they are. In this case, they were. So, yeah. um, and to me, I mean, I think that in general, in Tianu, like the Milford Sound was just incredible. It was indescribable in so many ways. You really felt like I was in a dream. Honestly, for most of the day, it was like yeah. raining and cloudy and all the mist all over the place. It just felt like a dreamland, and so many waterfalls in every direction. I mean, we kept laughing because we're just like the kids have seen more waterfalls in these three hours than most people have seen in their lifetime. Oh yeah. definitely. And that was one of those moments where I'm like, they just don't appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I never get that, that sensation that you do. Like the kids aren't appreciating it. I feel like they're, I know they're, they're appreciating present, it. You know? No, they totally are in their own little right. And, and I appreciate that part. But, um, but sometimes I just, I think it's more for me that I'm just like, I need to share this thrill with somebody that, and well, I guess, I guess I have you there. <laughs> And take your kids when they're 15 or something. Yeah, we can, we can keep traveling. Yeah, I will say that, remember that boat ride got a bit choppy oh, while we were out yeah. on the water there? And yeah. 
I was fine. You were you were not enjoying it that much at that moment. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that part only lasted like fifteen minutes. Where I was just kind of like this is getting a little chop. It wasn't yeah. like I was feeling sick. I was just kind of just like, you know, you just feel a little uneasy. Yeah. And anyway, being out on the water made me feel like we should totally take some cruises this year. And I, you said that. I did. You actually said that in a, right at the moment where I was just kind of feeling uneasy. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. So those are. I think, I mean, it's a great region to check out. I don't think you can ever be disappointed. And Okay, lightning round. Best feature of the place we stayed at? Oh, the eco-friendly cleaning products <laughs> and the bath products. We were there for like three days. I know, but that's, and she uses like all really good cleaning products and and. I don't know. It's just like, I love that. I love when people are aware of putting out good soaps and putting out good detergents. And I mean, I bring my own, so it doesn't really matter, but yeah, it just makes me really happy when I see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You? Rain shower. They had one of those rain shower heads. Oh, and, you know, oh, it, was, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty nice after some, I'm, I'm not crazy tall. But oftentimes I have to crouch down in showers, and this was one time I didn't have to. Do you like those? I don't feel like they give up enough water power. I actually, I'm not a huge fan of them, but again, I've been crouching down like this whole trip. Yeah, okay. All right. It's it's nice to be able to stand up straight in the shower every once in a while. (laughs) How would you describe this destination in one word? Majestic. I think that covers it. I mean, there's so much beauty, nature, everything to see. Majestic. You, get, you said like 5,000 words. I tried to stop, but you didn't, you didn't cut me off. <laughs> How would you describe Teanu in one word? Majestic. How about you? Oh, shoot. I said it wrong. How would you describe Teanu in one word? Majestic. How about you? Scenic. Yeah. Yeah, those are both good words. All right. Name one new food you tried. Yeah. I don't think I tried a new food there. No. I I? tried spicy sun-dried tomato relish. The homeowner left it out for us with the camembert. Okay. Can I use that one too? Because No, no, that's mine. All right. Yeah. I I can't think of one. That's kind of how I've kind of felt about New Zealand a little bit and their foods. This lightning round isn't going too fast, is it? No. Yeah. (laughs) We got it really. Okay. What was one spot you exercised this week? Uh, the white fur rug. Remember you said this place is super retro and they had these super shaggy white fur like... Sherpa rugs. Uh, Henley and I took a walk on that walking path next to that Tiano Lake. It was really nice, Lake Tiano. So that was some nice exercise. It's, it's a little bit hard to get some exercise in, especially when we're going. When we're in a place for a couple of days or for like a week, it's a little easier. All right. What is the status of Jagger's potty training? I'd give it a half and half. I think there was a half diaper, half potty moment that he was pooping and then I tried to throw him on the potty and he yeah. finished pooping. <laughs> I'd say it's pretty uneventful. He, I don't know, he's getting to be more of a big boy. He, like, holds it all day. And well, it's because he doesn't have to go as much. Okay. Let's it's on. not like he's holding it just a whole day. He's not that, that into it. Uh, what was your favorite Henleyism here? Oh, definitely that the glow worms fell into my watch. <laughs> that was awesome. I would say eated. Oh, the, the glow worm eated the other one? Eated. She yeah. just kept saying eated. How to get eated. All right. What was the cutest animal you saw here? Oh, the seals. There are seals on the rocks in Mulford Sound right before the waterfall. Yeah. It was pretty cool and cute. 
I don't think the pictures really did them justice. No, they didn't. Yeah. No, they didn't. Not at all. But it was cool to see. Mine were the deer farms. They had all these deer farms all over the area. And also that blue hen that was at the Glowworm Cave. They had a tribute oh, yeah. to the Glowworm Cave all in National Preserve because of because it's endangered. Yeah. The Takahi. Takahi, yeah. That's right. That was pretty cool. We didn't actually see a live one, I should say. No, we saw... They had a model of one. Yeah. yeah. What was the best local word that you learned? Tianu. 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 <laughs> However you pronounce it, it means rushing waters in a cave. Thanks for following our journey on Instagram at Retired Toddlers. Or our website, retiredtoddlers.com. Or you can email us, retiredtoddlers at gmail.com.